Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 60. Um, we're going to move on to early American architecture, the study of. So, the study of early American architecture, which are those buildings really erected during the first 200 years of European settlement along the eastern seaboard, dating from the founding of, say, Jamestown in 1607 through the first quarter of the 19th century, shares the same intellectual heritage and wrestles with many of the same issues that inform the study of British vernacular architecture. From the detailed inventories produced by members of the late Royal Commission on Historical Monuments, now which is a absorbed into English heritage, to the more ad hoc efforts of local historical societies. British research for several generations has been noted for the rigorous attention paid to examining and recording buildings. Through the practice is perhaps less pervasive among architectural historians in the United States, Many American scholars of the colonial and early national periods have similarly emphasized the value of fieldwork, of looking at complex objects that often changed considerably from their initial construction. They carefully investigate structures, not only to determine original functions, plans, and finishes, and to sort out subsequent alterations, but also to chart the temporal and spatial extent of construction methods and building types used. Intensive research of individual buildings is often balanced by the extensive examination of many structures over a wide geographic area. Counting and mapping have been at the heart of many endeavors. Since the 1930s, geographers joined in recent decades by folklorists and landscape historians, which have been plotting the cultural hearths and hinterlands of German bank barns and varieties of log corner notchings. For example, in ways that mirror British efforts to trace the extent of crook construction or the regional patterns of decorative framing. While the chronological scope of American inquiry is necessarily compressed by British standards, there are no feudal land tenures to grapple with or to crook construction with here, and only faint traces of smoke-blackened open halls. A host of issues ranging from the impact of planters' attitudes towards slave housing, the origins of spread of log buildings, and the significance of the center passage in the domestic routine of colonial families speak to the same concerns for reading and understanding the built environment as a means of gauging social, economic, and cultural change when available. A dwelling with a curious plan or unusual woodwork raises questions about the intentions and status of the homeowner or the skills of the workmen involved but it needs to be placed within a chronological and geographical context to understand its wider significance. Systematic surveys of an area or of a building type 
reveal patterns that may be measured and analyzed. They uncover similarities in plan and common finishes and provide evidence about housing standards. The dynamics of household routines and public behavior and the proficiencies of craftsmen in a particular town or region. Though there is a long and distinguished literature that has focused on the sources on and reception of continental and English academic design ideas in early American architecture. Recent scholarship has broadened, <coughs> has broadened the realm of inquiry to explore the social significance of buildings of all types, not just the pretentious with classically inspired and well-exacted details, but the prosaic and obscure also included. All buildings can be examined in ways that tell us something about the kind of society that evolved in early America. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing off. Thanks for listening.